Hello, my name is Ken, and I want to welcome you back to Deep Waters. This podcast is brought to you by Applied Strengths Ministry, where we believe working together in our strengths is the effect of working out the will and calling of God in our lives. The title of this message is, God Chooses a Church to Go To. It is God who chooses a body, that is a church, that you fulfill your ministry in, for a specific season, for each specific season. So you are just now an authentically born-again believer and want to find a spiritual family. In the church of today, we avoid calling anything a church unless it has an address. But we know the church is a bride of Christ, which is made up of humans. Lots of humans. I just wanted you to use a statement to reassure you, address or not, it is God that sends you. Yep, it is God who selects the address and our ministry for you. If you are to serve in a church with an address, then God will quicken your spirit to know where to go. If you want to leave the address church system, then he will release you. How? You tell the pastor what's up, which usually sounds like, I think that God is moving me on. You then ask him or them if they are willing to release you. They will and should probably say, let me pray about it, and I or we will get back to you shortly. This often happens to the church leadership, and more times than not, it will be the pastor. A word of caution before we get back on track. If you suspect that your church has gone sideways, then asking for wisdom from someone you know that operates in wisdom can be helpful. God is not always auditable when moving from one church to another or from one ministry to another. Lastly, the church today would seem to be a bit sick in that it is mostly ineffective at equipping the saints for the work of ministry. Ephesians 4 This is the primary purpose for the church. But for a couple of reasons, we can't seem to figure that out these days. Three reasons that I have seen in my short life lived is the love of money, no faith to believe that God will handle the business of church, which includes finances for the rent or lights, and the demonically influenced. They believe that the Holy Spirit isn't for the church today. This is a lie from the pit of hell. This is a lie from the pit of hell, and you can see and experience his absence in many of the churches today. The absence of meat and the presence of dry bread and sour milk. It's just but one sign, or three, depending on how you see it. I have a couple of messages on the church, one which is titled Church Purpose, which will be launched in season two which discusses the role of the church in finite detail, so I will let it go for now. So we have talked about God being one who directs or orders your steps to a church with an address. But because of the church sickness and the church body's refusal to make the necessary corrections, a movement of some of our brothers and sisters who operated in the Holy Spirit is confirmation that this word is true, and they have had to leave the church with an address and take the show on the road. I'm not talking about the commercial fisherman, that is the evangelist, but the person who may operate in a gift of healing or the prophetic or deliverance. It has been my experience that most, not all, who have operated in the Holy Spirit are escorted to the curb and told that we do not want any of that craziness here. So we have two groups of people, one that goes to a church that has an address and one that operates in a ministry outside of the church. Both are fine and you may be called to one or the other or both. The only thing I would concern myself is who is running the show. The Holy Spirit must be in charge. Otherwise, the specific church is equipping the dead Christian to remain dead. As you can see in here, I am passionate about the church 
being all that God had and has intended it to be. When it's off, I get very disheartened and my concern goes out to the dead Christian who is unaware or who has settled for no meat, dry bread, and sour milk. I feel that I'm able to speak on these things because in my experience I have been in both living and dead churches. I've even been a part of living and thriving churches that eventually died. This is a very painful process to go through and not one you want to add to your resume. Additionally, I've read over 600 books on Christianity, including the stories and biographies of those who operated in power, Holy Spirit power. I have read on revivals and awakenings from one end of the planet to another, from the days of Jesus until now. Unfortunately, there seems to be less and less emphasis on holding dear to the fact that Jesus gave us the Holy Spirit to assist us in every aspect of our ministry. It is important to know that I did not start this ministry to win friends and influence people. I wanted to teach on what I have heard and read from the Bible. There is too much focus on developing messages for the unbelievers. They don't even belong in the church, but that is, yet again, covered in my message on the purpose and our role of the church. Out in season two. So John 12, 26 states, if anyone serves me, let him follow me and where I am, there my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, him, my father will honor. Obviously the key words here are where I am. So often we want Jesus to follow us. It happens to every one of us. Sooner or later, we want Jesus to follow us. But he doesn't do that. In order to serve him, we must follow him. In John 17, 24, it states, Father, I desire that they also whom you gave me may be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory, which you have given me, for you love me before the foundation of the world. Deuteronomy 12, 5, 8, and 18. But you shall seek the place where the Lord God chooses to put his name for his dwelling place. And there you shall go. You shall not all do as we are doing here today, every man doing whatever is right in his own eyes. But you must eat them before the Lord your God in the place which the Lord your God chooses. You and your son and your daughter, your male servant and your female servant, and the Levite who is within your gates. And you shall rejoice before the Lord your God and all to which you put your hands. In 1 Corinthians 12, 18 and 24. But now God has set the members, each one of them, in the body just as he pleased. But our presentable parts have no need. But God composed the body, having given greater honor to that part which lacks it. Again, notice the language. God has set the members, each one of them, in the body just as he pleased. It's actually not our choice. I have heard God in one form or another to go or stay at a church. When it was time for a transition, I would let the pastor know, and they would seek God to see if he was in fact releasing me. In both cases, I was released to a new church address. You should know that currently I do not have a church address as the last church I was a part of ended horribly in or around 2018. In seeking a new church address, I was hearing from another believer that I should start a teaching ministry online. If you know me, this was really the last thing I wanted to do. I would have rather taught at a church with an address. Nevertheless, the Lord was persistent in encouraging me to go on air. Whether in SoCal visiting my sister in San Diego or Paradise, California, it was the same message that I was hearing. Launch your ministry. Anyway, I spent five months purchasing everything I would need to record these messages. 
So for now, I'm in a ministry that has no address, but it does have his seal of approval. Right now, it feels like the sheep, God's people, are going across herds and doing whatever they want. There is no commitment to a church address because people don't understand that they have been given a calling, an assignment. Ill and ill-equipped, we graze from one trough to another. Can you imagine our military behaving this way? Hey, Billy, let's hop ship and go over to the Marines. I don't like this Navy stuff. Hey, Sarge, I want to be a cook rather than a gunner. <laughs> you think I'm joking? Nope. Look at Joel chapter 2. Doesn't seem like they are confused at all or in competition for a particular role. Nope. That's our model. Now let's go and strike a pose. Well, that's it for today. And yes, there's some room for discussion regarding this message. But this is how it's been for me. God points and I go. Sometimes I go in the wrong direction, but he waits for me to adjust to get back on the right path. Remember, it's not what you find wrong or disagree with regarding these messages, but what you can take away from it. Together we can do more to impact the kingdom than if we work alone. Let's flip the script and kill, steal, and destroy the works of the enemy and create space for the light of lights to shine through into people's lives. Plant a seed and click on the like and subscribe button. Let's build this ministry together. Thanks and see you next time in deep waters.